Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This podcast is partnered with Downcast Apparel, tattoo-inspired, eco-friendly clothing. They have a sale on right now and you can get pieces from as little as £1. I actually own some Downcast Apparel clothing myself, uh, as well as some badges, and I just can't recommend them enough. You can find them on Instagram at Downcast Apparel or on their website, www.downcastapparel.com. Hello and welcome to the Tourette's podcast. I'm Tara and I may or may not have Tourette's. In September 2020, I developed vocal and motor tics after an emotional trigger. So now I'm undergoing referrals to see what is happening in my brain. Each episode, I'll be speaking to a guest as we discuss mental health, Tourette's and everything in between. Warning, this will most likely contain swearing and discussions about sensitive topics. Hello, everybody. Uh, I hope you are doing well. I um, hope you had a lovely Christmas. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one this year, wasn't it? Um, but hopefully everyone had a nice time and got through it. Um, I'm on my own today. I thought it would be a good idea to just chat with you guys about the fact that I had um, my appointment with the neurologist. Um, I ended up recording the um recording it uh, the sound wise thinking I could use it but actually I don't think I really feel comfortable with that uh considering the fact that I don't think I'm very happy with the outcome as much as I would have liked to have been um in terms of what I was told um it, it way some things maybe you've worded what I, I'm not too happy about um <laughs> a bit upset about actually um despite people telling me that I I shouldn't be, um, which is fair enough, completely understand where you know, people are coming from. Um, but yeah, I'll just explain it and hopefully, you know, um, let me know if I'm just being stupid. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So yeah, I went uh, to the, the Dorkin Hospital uh, to see a neurologist on the 22nd of December. Um, I was in there for about half an hour, I think. Um, yeah, so we basically just chatted about what's been happening really um he yeah I, I, i'm 27 years old just recently turned 27 and um most tick disorders start when people are younger and it's not until after way after the um appointments that i keep remembering stuff like uh i always have to eat with my like a certain knife and fork and if i don't it, it is horrible and I always leave a little bit of food or I used to do this thing when I was younger where I used to like rub my feet together but they're all things that I just you don't think about really as being weird um obviously <laughs> until you know you, you you have to chat to people about and actually think about this stuff you know um so yeah that's basically you know he said um he he's, he he's, he mentioned obviously like most people do when they've researched this stuff that it's very unlikely that ticks can occur um, when you are over a certain age and not be present before. Um, although I keep saying 
I don't know if I had any. Um, I don't remember my childhood, so I don't know if I had any onset tics or things that, you know, he also kept saying that they could be so minor that maybe I didn't realise. And it's just like, well, then, uh, I, I don't know then, do I? I don't know. Um, so that's a bit, it's a bit frustrating keep getting told that because I'm aware of that. Um, but I keep making very clear to anyone that I see or talk to that I don't remember my childhood. So I can't tell you um, if they're weird or not. I just randomly keep remembering some stuff at random, you know. Um, so yeah, I was, I was obviously like a really initially very nervous when I went in. I went with Ed. Um, you can in the recording you can hear my voice is just really wobbly, and you can hear me like ticking and not being able to keep my legs still and things like that. Um, and I I haven't said, spoke to this about this before actually on here, <clears throat> but um, I think I am. What's the right term for it? Not like suffering, but I think I've got a bit of uh, imposter syndrome surrounding everything that's happening. Obviously, uh, it's so bizarre to me. Um, and one of my main things is that I think I don't. I I know it's it's bizarre for this to happen. So I I think that I'm worried that people might think I'm faking it, which obviously I'm not. And I don't know if anyone does think that, but you know, it's difficult, it's something that I can't really shake, so, you know, I, we spoke about, like, my child, like, what I can remember from my childhood, uh, we spoke about the fact that I have had tics before in the, uh, yeah, I've had tics before in the past, um, as in, like, head jerking, um, but he explained to me, um, that it's not, um, it, it's not common for people to have tics, that don't last for a specific amount of time so um he, yeah he said there's like no tests or anything um and he said that he believed most it, it sorry he's it said he, he said it is believed most tick disorders um are uh, persistent uh, for six months um when you're under the age of 18 um and there are two types um, which is transient ticks, um, which are most not two types. Sorry, there's just one. There, there, there are two types of them. But um, oh god, I'm gonna. It's so hard <laughs> talking about this on my own because I, I don't really have anyone else to bounce off. Because I literally just feel like I've got to feel loads of um, space. Sorry if this sounds really jumbly and messy. Um, I just think it's important to say. Um, you know, that I, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, he said transient ticks, but he said they're more common in boys. Um, and then he also said that um, if, when adults start having ticks, um, it's normally because of physical health, um, physical ill health or drug exposure. Um, and there are two types that he thinks it could be, which are pseudo ticks or functional ticks, ticks, um, which are like a, a sudden onset of them. Um, so yeah, I hope that makes sense. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Um, <laughs> oh, God, I'll have a sip of my drink, I think. Um, yeah, a few secs. Ah, lovely. Okay, um, so yeah, but we basically the meeting was just explaining about um, my uh, relationship with my mental health and my anxieties. And um, again, I don't know if I've mentioned this on here, but I, I'm getting a bit agoraphobic. Um, 
I can no longer leave the house when I, I can't leave the house on my own anymore um, without having a panic attack. But I don't leave the house anymore, obviously, on my own now because it's awful. Um, and yeah, being outside is really difficult for me. Being in shops and stuff is really difficult. Um, so I explained all of that. Um, and yeah, just, uh, basically, I uh, have suffered from fits when I was younger and I faint quite a lot. And uh, over the last year or a couple of years, I've had this really weird thing where my whole body seizes up. Uh, I start to get like pins and needles type feeling in the top of my head, in my lips, and then in my hands, my arms, and then my whole body just seizes up and I can't move. And um, like all the muscles just sort of like cramp up. It's really, really horrible. It's really bizarre. Um, yeah, it's not very nice. So I've mentioned that as well. And yeah, he basically just said that, um, you know, the past um, is probably um, a major issue for whatever's going on now, which is obvious i think uh, i think that's always i think to me that's always going to be obvious um but you know it's nice to kind of have it reaffirmed um so yeah uh it's basically uh, he sent me away um he wants to send me away for a scan of my brain uh, to look at the brain waves uh, he wants me to have an ecg um and he sent me away for some blood tests to test my thyroid um and test test the uh, copper levels in my blood um, no idea. Didn't even didn't even know that was a thing. So let's see what that's they say about that. Um, so yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about like yeah, you know, I've spoken to people about the fact that I wasn't very happy with with the way that the conversation went, and uh, I was finding it hard to talk about and explain why uh, because I don't want to. I mean, I know people just try and they're just doing their job and they're and they're trying their best and. You know, I'm not a professional neurologist, so I don't want to sit there and pretend like I know what to do or whatever. Like, I, first of all, I think it's important to understand that I went in there with a completely open mind. I wasn't looking for a diagnosis of any, like, of a, spe- a specific sort. I wasn't looking for them to turn around and say that I have Tourette's or I have um, this, I have that or whatever. Um, I just was trying to get some answers as to why this might happen. And um, and also, secondly, I know that doctors and police and everyone like in that has to, they have to remain very level-headed and very sort of cool and calm. And I understand that, and people have explained that to me, and I get it. But um, listening back to it before I did this podcast, um, he, I wrote down a couple of quotes that I've, that, like he said a couple of words and things. Um, he said uh, that it's he's suspicious. Uh, of the fact that it's beginning, um, we're in a person with like in, uh, existing anxiety. Um, I understand what he meant by that. I think I think he means that you know people that already have had anxiety for most of their lives probably aren't triggered um, to have ticks in that way. But I don't understand why he said the word suspicious. Um, it just makes me feel a bit. Uh, horrible don't like that word at all um he said uh, that uh, because of this he it leads him to believe that they aren't true ticks so i don't know what he meant by that because um i'm certainly not faking it um so i don't know i don't know what that meant um and then yeah and then uh, yeah he said there's no specific way of demonstrating there's an involuntary movement um 
is what it is. So, um, yeah, so basically he thinks it might be an underlying health thing, maybe, uh, as an option. Um, and he said that if all of my tests come back, like my thyroid and my copper um, test blood results and scans and stuff come back clear, uh, then he's going to talk to his colleague at St. George's, who is an expert in movement disorders, um, which is good. I understand, uh, you know, again, I'm very grateful for the fact that I was seen, especially so quickly. Um, but yeah, as soon as I came back, I was really upset, actually. I think I just felt as soon as, as soon as he said the words like, um, like pseudo ticks, um, that he's suspicious, um, that, you know, they might not be true involuntary movements and things immediately I was just like I want to get out there now um, I was immediately on the defense immediately just kind of like angry because I've had this before like I think I've spoken about it in previous podcasts I've spoken I think I've spoken about it um where I was diagnosed with an eating disorder when I didn't have an eating disorder and no one was listening to me when I was saying I didn't and I ended up having to go through loads of systems and see lots of people in a f- without any relation to what I was actually feeling or thinking um, and it was just really upsetting and I kind of just don't really want that to happen again um, yeah I don't know if this is really making any sense I don't want to sit here like s- sounding like I'm like slagging slagging people off or anything like you know I, I, I understand that it's not exactly <clears throat> um, normal I suppose not many people have just a sudden onset but the fact is is again you know they keep saying well you might have had involuntary movements when you were younger that just was so subtle you didn't know and it's like right okay I, I it just seems a bit like back and forth um so yeah yeah I was quite upset but and then I was all right about it and I was like yeah no actually yeah he was just you know he has he has to be like that it's his job and then I've just listened to it again before this and I'm like yeah, there's a reason why I got a bit of a funny vibe, I think. But um, I, I maybe I'm just re- again, like I said earlier, I've got that kind of imposter syndrome type thing. So maybe, maybe I am just overthinking it. Um, maybe you know he didn't mean it in that way. I don't know. Um, like I said, I don't really feel comfortable putting the sound up. Um, one because obviously it's a private private conversation really I'm obviously not going to mention every single thing I mentioned in there um on here um but also like you know I don't I don't want to seem like you know it's bad or anything um he, he did what he did so that was good oh look, Ed's come back hi Ed I'm recording a podcast <laughs> I've finished nearly anyway yeah um just talking on my own about the appointment how I was a bit upset and then I was alright, and then I've just listened to it again, and I'm mad again about it, <laughs> because he used the word suspicious, and not true ticks, and um, pseudo ticks, so, but yeah, literally what I just was saying was, um, I understand, maybe I was reading too much into it, because maybe I'm a bit sensitive about the fact that all of it's going on, and I don't know what's going on, um, but yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. (laughs) See you later. Bye.
This podcast is partnered with Downcast Apparel, tattoo-inspired, eco-friendly clothing. They have a sale on right now, and you can get pieces from as little as one pound. I actually own some Downcast Apparel clothing myself, uh, as well as some badges, and I just can't recommend them enough. You can find them on Instagram at Downcast Apparel or on their website, www.downcastapparel.com. 